Greetings, Drifflings. Welcome to Planet Drift, Episode 4. Um, it's, it's been quite a week. Uh, sitting here once again uh, <laughs> with my with my uh, off-to-the-side co-host, uh, as well as my sidekick, my dog, who's wearing a... He's wearing a down vest like a little fisherman, and he seems totally uh, impressed to be... He has quite the drip... <laughs> <laughs> he 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 looks like he wants to jump off a bridge. <laughs> um, my wife's working away uh, on stuff. She she asked for my opinion on on a on a photo for a post when we were dressed up as gremlins a few years back, and uh, uh, the costume that I was wearing, as she put it, leaves nothing to the imagination. <laughs> so. I was looking through the photos and I was just trying to decide which photo, <laughs> which photo, um, most accurately and, uh, uh, reflected the size of my junk. <laughs> and, and the photo I chose, uh, to feature on our blog, um, it looks like I'm smuggling a, a small cantaloupe. <laughs> <laughs> And in my in my green gremlin tights, uh, so, <laughs> so a, 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 a small cantaloupe with a tiny stem <laughs> put into my put into my um, put into my. I'm trying to steal it out the no frills. <laughs> so 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 uh, it's it's been a pretty interesting week. Uh, earlier in the week, we were driving around as as people do, driving places to different locations in, in our vehicle, and uh, we were we were driving, and uh, I still have this uh, cast on because I have this broken arm, and so I had the window down, and I was resting my uh, my broken arm outside the window, and we were driving kind of near our neighborhood, and a sign that had been weighted down with uh what appeared what what seemed to be a bag of sand got blown in the wind and we were all all of a sudden um uh victims of a a major dust like a derude sandstorm <laughs> like doo -doo 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 -doo. <laughs> just a, a ton of sand came into our vehicle and and uh sprinkled uh my wife's uh uh cinnamon flavored treat that she was eating uh, so she didn't know if it was cinnamon or sand, and uh, it felt like the plague. It felt like there was going to be frogs raining down on us shortly, and uh, 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 vast groups of locusts chasing us around. And when we we pulled into the driveway, our 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 handy dandy neighbor <laughs> Ed was it was in his driveway, and he asked us, "Hey, what's up?" and uh, we said, did you guys experience the, the sandstorm? <laughs> and he had no idea what we were talking about. So we had to kind of recap. And he said, I guess that's just bad luck. And I was like, guess so. <laughs> it's not a ancient gypsy curse that we've been, we've been, uh, we've made ourselves subject to for, for for building a home on uh, ancient gypsy graveyard or, or whatever it is that we've we've chosen to do here, it's uh, just bad luck, I guess. <laughs> so, so uh, that was that was the beginning of the week. 
Um, also, we, we went to Michael's Crafternoon. Uh, we were trying to figure out what to do with the kids, so we took them to Michael's Crafternoon, where, where you pay a small fee to buy some supplies, and then you have a disinterested teenager standing in a room <laughs> supervising quotation marks while your kids uh, just make an absolute disaster <laughs> of an art piece that you got to pretend to think it, to pretend to say is wonderful at the end of it none of it looked this this art piece they were working on uh, it was to make a a, 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 a foam jack-o-lantern and uh, yeah, none of the faces were displayable. <laughs> Luckily, uh, my children's short-term memory uh, is so short that they forgot that they even participated in the activity. Seconds after uh, entering the <laughs> entering the van, they forgot we even did that. So uh, twenty dollars well spent. Uh, it was a pretty awkward situation in the room <laughs> because. Uh, I, I sat down, uh, Jackie sat down with two of our kids at one end of the table and there was only space at the, the other end of the table for, for, uh, my daughter River to sit down. And, uh, so I was working with River and, uh, one of the kids, uh, who was beside her said, asked, what did you, uh, what did you do? How did you end up in that cast? <laughs> and, and I said that I had tripped over the top stair and I hit the landing and uh the kid was like well that was stupid and I and I said well I think you're pretty stupid and then I looked over and uh th this kid had a smidge <laughs> just a smidge of uh of <laughs> had a smidge of uh down syndrome <laughs> so um just a just a tad <laughs> I guess and uh I had to very quickly be, be like, "Stupid is cool these days." <laughs> I think it, I think you're pretty cool. Stupid. I meant stupid in in the in the way that you compliment someone. Like that's pretty ill. <laughs> that's pretty sick. <laughs> that's pretty stupid. <laughs> and uh, and she forgave me, and uh, she made a pretty nice pumpkin. Uh, Loretta was her name. <laughs> We became fast friends after that moment. Um, it it yeah, it kind of sucked. It was not it was not cool. Um, other thing uh, that happened this week, we were in the Tim Hortons drive-through. Seems to be a reoccurring bit. <laughs> not not just every every podcast, but every twice a day, we're in the Tim Hortons drive-through, uh, uh, connecting with the Filipino community in our area. <laughs> And uh, the other day, uh, we went through the drive-thru, and as per usual, we ordered a uh, plain bagel toasted with butter and cream cheese, and uh, we heard, uh, let me check for that, and then the, uh, the, the lady, Ren is her name, <laughs> Ren said, I'm going to go check. Uh, for this bagel she comes back and she says we don't have a plain bagel but we have a gorgeous bagel <laughs> I said a gorgeous bagel 
is it is that some new beautiful bagel that Tim Hortons is advertising? And um, then I realized that she she had said a four cheese bagel, uh, but but it was very 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 hard to distinguish between four cheese and gorgeous uh, in in the way Ren pronounced it. So uh, there is no gorgeous bagel at Tim Hortons. Um, there's just a four cheese bagel <laughs> and it doesn't look beautiful. It looks like a bunch of, uh, globs of cheese melted onto a piece of crusty old bread. So, but I, I would say that if you're listening to this, <laughs> one of the executives at Tim Hortons, maybe it's time to make a gorgeous bagel. <laughs> maybe you would sell more bagels if, if you started out with, uh, the term gorgeous or fantastic or beautiful. Imagine going to Tim Hortons and getting a gorgeous bagel. I'm sure all bespectacled with uh, with gems and stuff like that. I think that would be pretty cool. So Tim Hortons, gorgeous bagel. <laughs> um, the other thing happening this week is that um, my kids found this caterpillar. My son, Oxford, was walking around and he found this caterpillar. And right away, he uh, he uh, named it Neil, <laughs> and uh, and I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. And then he said, can we bring it home? And I was like, eh, I don't know if I want this caterpillar dwelling in where I live. And then he started crying, and then uh, Jackie was like, I think it's good for them <laughs> to have uh, a pest. <laughs> To have pests living in the house so they develop an appreciation for life. And so we brought, Oxford gathered Neil up into his hand and he brought, he dropped Neil about seven times on on the way back home. Um, So Neil obviously had a little bit of CTE, uh, some uh, post-concussion syndrome. (laughs) But um, we brought Neil back and we had a little habitat a little caterpillar enclosure that we put Neil into, and um, and then uh, Oxford sisters come, came back from school, and uh, Jackie's like, "Hey, Oxford, you want to introduce them to your new little friend?" And so he's like, "Here's Neil," and then the girls just went crazy over Neil, and I thought, "Oh, well, that's an appropriate reaction the first time it happened," but what happened was every time. The girls would come back home from school. They would not say, hi, daddy. How was your day? (laughs) They would say, where's Neil? Show us Neil. And they would run and gather around Neil, looking and poking and prodding at Neil to see if he was thriving in his new habitat. (laughs) And meanwhile, their daddy, who had worked a hard 6.5 hours (laughs) with a broken arm, was uh, was spoiled meat on the couch as they walked in. They would just ignore me, and I'm thinking, one, how long is Neil going to be around here? Neil is not contributing to the bills. He's not paying any of his dues. <laughs> Rent is due, motherfucker. <laughs> Neil got it. So, um, so Neil has been the bane of my existence. And uh, sometimes uh, we'll bring him, sometimes we give him some outside time. So we put him in his little habitat outside. <laughs> and then we put him outside and there was uh, another storm <laughs> happened. And so we brought him outside and then Neil wasn't moving too much. 
and uh, the kids got all worried and they're like is neil okay and i just shook the the thing a little bit and neil was uh, not moving so i said oh this is just what caterpillars do before they go into their cocoon like state they just stop moving and uh and they believed me and then luckily neil poked his his uh, frilly little face out and and looked around and and then burrowed into the burrowed into the dirt that we that we created neil's eating all of our good fruit <laughs> like how how hungry are these caterpillars that's that's <laughs> groceries are expensive and now i have to have a a neil budget i'm i'm picking up an extra set of raspberries and kiwis to feed this freeloader what a crock of shit <laughs> And and what at the end of it we just see him uh, metamorphosize into a caterpillar and and then we just gotta release him like like honestly the worst we, he's, the, he's the worst Airbnb guest that we could possibly have because he pays nothing he adds no value <laughs> he's uh oh Jackie is just feeling bad for Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Neil's eating into your double double budget. <laughs> you can get one last double double per week because Neil has to have his all of his bells and whistles in his little enclosure. <laughs> so I don't know, I I can't wait for him to get into his cocoon so he can get the f out. <laughs> um. Another thing that was happening, uh, I, I'm trying to test the limits of whether I can kind of drive around the block a little bit, and my my arm is still in pain, um, but I have some more motion to it, and I think it's probably good to try and use that, that motion to see if I can drive. So I said, okay, I'm going to drive uh, down to the, uh, the McDonald's, because we live near a McDonald's, and... Um, <laughs> and and so I drove and then uh we I got, I treated myself to the new trick or treat McFlurry which is just it it in the picture it looks like the Mona Lisa the way they present this McFlurry it has perfectly placed orange smarties and then a perfect swirl of fudge <laughs> and in reality the trick or treat um mcflurry looks like a cup of diarrhea <laughs> it looks so it looks so gross it tastes really good but it looks super gross and uh we um we got this trick-or-treat mcflurry and uh as we were leaving uh, a freedom dude uh passed us in in his ford f-150 and he had uh, Bon Jovi's "Living on a Prayer" blasting out, and he had two big ass Canadian flags, and uh, he was just blasting it so much. And I, I still only had one hand, and so uh, Jackie was helping me as as my trusty helper. <laughs> she was helping feed me the McFlurry <laughs> as I drove, and. Uh, and uh and so i looked over at this guy in the f-150 and i was like wow 
what an entitled asshole. <laughs> and then I realized that if he looked over at me, all he would be seeing is my white wife, uh, look out for the airplane style, <laughs> feeding me spoon by spoon a McFlurry. <laughs> Like I'm some prince of Persia. <laughs> it's like I'm some Saudi prince. And I, I recognize that maybe my anger was a, a little displaced. And uh, I can't possibly know what uh, that fellow may have thought about me and my situation. Living like a king off of the trick-or-treat McFlurries being spoon-fed it <laughs> by, my, by my Caucasian princess. <laughs> And maybe that's the moral of uh, a moral of this uh, episode here is that we we must not judge <laughs> until we are willing to look at ourselves, and uh, <laughs> we, we must not displace our anger so much because uh, it's it's times in these times <laughs> where. In these times, we are very quick to be angry with different people, and uh, we we shan't <laughs> we shan't judge uh, other people's situations unless we are willing to hold that mirror up to ourselves and and uh, examine <laughs> examine our situation. Uh, and my situation was pretty good. <laughs> I was also living. <laughs> Also listening to Bon Jovi. <laughs> it was just on the radio. <laughs> we, we were just we we're listening. At least we had that in common. We both like CJ ninety two. So look for the com- <laughs> look for the commonalities. <laughs> um, the what am I watching this week? I I guess I could have ended the podcast there, but I think. <laughs> been like a 15 minute podcast (laughs) i'm trying to keep this to under 12 minutes because that keeps me on the free (laughs) the free plan for the podcast hosting and if i go over 12 minutes uh i gotta pay 12 bucks a month (laughs) so so (laughs) but it renews my allotment of time on october 18th so obviously next week uh i will re-emerge with an extra long podcast um, but I'm, I'm trying to keep this brief, although I think I've gone over 12 minutes. Um, we were watching the Mr. Dress Up, uh, documentary and, uh, uh, it started off pretty wonderful, <laughs> pretty wonderful. <laughs> and yeah. And then, uh, it continued being wonderful. <laughs> They should have called that guy Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> I should I should have stayed awake for for the whole thing. <laughs> I, it was sad. It was sad at the end because you think sometimes you think people are gonna live forever, and uh, I'm, I'm assuming <laughs> I'm assuming he, he didn't make it. He didn't beat the odds of, of living forever. And uh, it was cool to know, like, which one was Casey and which one was Finnegan. 
it was cool to it was cool to see some of the, the some of the the wonder they they didn't have strombolopolis on there i think that was a big mistake cuz i think that if they had asked strombo what he thought of mr dress up i would <laughs> wouldn't like to cuz strombo is so punk rock and in a way mr dress up was the original punk rocker <laughs> the original iggy pop was the 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 guy willing to wear polka dot t-shirts on daytime tv <laughs> was was the original uh punk rocker so big big yikes to cbc for not getting strombo on board to tell us what to think about mr dress up <laughs> that's that's i guess that's it that's the that's the second moral <laughs> The most second moral of this whole podcast is that uh, Strom, where is Strombo? <laughs> where's where's Strombolopolis? Let's. They need to have a where in the world is Carmen in San Diego, but for where in the world is George Strombolopolis? I would tune in. I'm sure our kids would tune in to figure out where is he. he's probably. Um, <laughs> he's probably. Uh, somewhere behind uh he's probably at a cool show oh my dog just had a he had a stomach grumble so i think that's my cue to end this podcast (laughs) okay oh wait sorry